0: Yes, sir, Tim. Good to be with you
1: all. We're talking during the break. The plan now is for you folks to reconvene on June 11th. Get uh, First of all, there's some other things that will have to be done, but the one thing that absolutely has to get done is that budget. It, it looks a lot different than it did, I don't know, six, seven weeks ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, to say the least, it does. It does. The, the shutdown has, is, is of course, had quite an impact on state revenues.
1: So where do we begin? Uh, uh, We we understand we're getting guidance, for example, uh, locally. We're concerned about the University of Georgia. We've seen the directive from Steve Wrigley, the chancellor of the university system of Georgia, 14 percent budget cuts. That's the number that's being kicked around for much of the rest of the state as well. I've mentioned this a few times already. A, A really easy thing to do would be not 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 unpleasant or not not without a great degree of pain, but at least simple in execution. Just take an axe and cut fourteen percent out of the top of everybody's budget. If you had a hundred million dollars yesterday, you got eighty-six million today. Now I understand it's not going to work that way. You're going to try to be more targeted with this.
0: Well, you, you've got to because you know a lot of the a lot of the agencies that we have or actually the vast majority of agencies we have in state government are very uh, heavily people centric. So there's not. It's not that there's a, a ton of the money that goes toward operating. It's, it's a ton of the money that goes toward actual salaries on delivering uh, needed services throughout the state, whether it be state troopers or, like you mentioned, university system on, on classroom instruction and that sort of stuff. So while we're looking and have told everyone to, to look at 14 percent across the board, we realize that there are some areas that, that may not – we may not be able to go to the 14 percent because of increased demand of services uh in particular uh, medicaid or even behavioral health services that there, there's probably going to be an increased need for some of those but then there are areas that that some of the services might back off because there's less utilization so you you, you may take those a little bit deeper than what that 14 percent is but ultimately the target number we're looking for is is, is got to be somewhere between 3 and $4 billion that we've, that we've got to work on, on right. cutting out of the budget.
1: State Rep. Terry England with us. Now, how far down the road were you folks in, in terms of, of getting the budget done? Again, the session interrupted sometime back around, I don't know, you can remember the date, maybe March 11th or 12th, whenever you folks shut it down. Uh, how far down the road were you at that point?
0: <laughs> Actually, pretty far. Um we had just passed the FY21, the fiscal year 21 budget, out of the House and sent it over to the Senate on the Tuesday, which would have been our 27th day of session. Uh, we were back in the, 20, uh, the 28th day for crossover on that Thursday, and that was pretty much when we capped when we the breaks. Uh, both chambers came back in on that Friday just for the skeleton crew to... To first read bills and assign to committees, so that, you know, thinking that it was literally going to be a two or three week break, and then we get back to things. But um, we had sent it over to the budget, so the, I mean, sent it over to the Senate, excuse me. So the budget's sitting in the lap of the Senate right now, and what they will ultimately wind up sending back to us will, will look considerably different than what we sent them.
1: So in terms of this session that's going to start on, I say start on June 11th, how long do we think this might go? Is there any way to even guess at that at
0: this point? Well, there's there's 11 days left in the session calendar. So, you know, we're, we're constitutionally limited to 40 session days a year. So there are 11 days left on the schedule. Uh there's been some talk about coming back in just for the bare minimum that would be needed to, to pass the budget and, and everybody you know kind of get back home and get back to work and continuing to open their businesses and, and those kinds of things. But there are certain pieces of legislation that, that do need to be passed. And one of those, and I'll just give you a for instance, is the Internal Revenue Code update, which aligns the, the state tax code with the federal tax code something we have to do every year so that as you prepare your, your income taxes, whether it be individual or corporate, there's an alignment. And so you're not looking at two different sets of rules. You're looking at one set of rules that applies across the board for state and federal. So there's some of those things that need to be done as well that are that are kind of tune-up pieces. So, you know, the discussion is right now uh, what other pieces are, are need-to or have-to's and what things, you know, we just taking Kyle A. on the table and pick back
1: up next year. A question, too, and again, we're talking with State Rep Terry England, chair of the House Appropriations Committee, looking at June 11th as a date for a return to Atlanta, get back to the business of the budget and these other issues that we are discussing here. The last time you folks went to Atlanta, you had a one-day session, a special session to authorize some emergency powers for Governor Brian Kemp. Uh, Left that one, had a half-dozen senators, I think, sick with coronavirus coming out of that one, maybe a, a member of the House or two as well. What kind of precautions do you think you're going to be able to take this time around?
0: Well, that's one of the things that the speaker has named the committee of. Uh, there's a couple of health professionals on there and some of the leadership from the House just looking at that in particular. How do we handle it when we go back? Uh, you know, it, it is wearing, everyone wearing a mask something that, that's simple enough to to protect everyone or do we need to go a step further on, on some type of social distancing? And if we do, how do we handle that in a room that, that has 179 seats on the floor? And of course, 180th being the speaker's seat up on the rostrum, and all of those, uh, none of those seats meet the, the six foot social distancing requirement or suggestions. So trying to figure out how you handle that, whether it's, you seat somebody in every other seat or every third seat and then you put seats around the wall and figure out a way when you go to vote or when somebody has a question to ask how you're going to handle that so a lot of those things are still being worked out a lot of those details but you know the other piece is uh the capital today is probably the cleanest it has been since it was constructed because there have been uh cleaning and sanitizing crews in there ever since we left and they will continue to do their job, you know, at least once a day, maybe even twice or three times a day, once we're back in session as well.
1: Personal question here. Help me out if this is too personal then tell me it's not in my damn business. But it occurs to me, I'm trying to, you run, it. Is it a hardware business there in, in Auburn and in Barrow County?
0: We used to. Yeah. Okay. We, we used to be in the feed and farm supply business. We, we closed that business back in 2012.
1: I'm, I'm just trying to get a handle on what business is like uh, for some of these folks who are still trying to struggle and stay in business right now.
0: Well, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because that's one of the things that, that of course, we're, we're watching pretty closely is trying to figure out, you know, what, what is the, the true impact going to be. And from what I've seen on, on a couple of hardware stores that are kind of in our neighborhood and, and, and farm supply stores that are in our neighborhood, uh, or I say neighborhood, neck of the woods is probably a better way to put it. They have seen incredible business upticks. Um, I think a lot of folks staying at home have got a lot of those honeydew projects mm. that that they've put off for, for a long time, or things that need to be fixed. And so they've been doing a lot of that. I know one particular uh, store really close to us. He was telling us uh, the other day that his business had doubled. For the month of April from what it was last year. Now, you know, restaurants are, are something totally different. They're probably at at 20% of what they were last year. But uh, outdoor centers, folks that are selling, you know, green industry products, flowers and, and sod and those kinds of things, their business is up. So you've had some sectors that have experienced a, a really good um, – month or so here, but then you had some that, that just took a totally complete gut punch, too.
1: Uh, yeah, you can thank my wife uh, for the uptick in flower sales and, and lawn garden <laughs> stuff. Right? Busy, or Let me put that another way, keeping me busy on that score there. State Rep Terry England, again, the chair of the House Appropriations Committee, uh, you folks, the legislature, back in session, we think, on June the 11th to, among other things, finalize the state budget, and yeah, the cuts are coming. We'll keep an eye on that. Thanks for your time this morning.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for the chance to be with you.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, for the ones, Who get it done.